and then they saw me in a bra, and that was exactly. it. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You are listening to Single Podcast Theory. I am Agent Brad Blazek. Agent Brad Lyons has been abducted by aliens. So while he's being probed, I have Special Agent Kate Cotton Ooh, helping me out today. Agent, I thought maybe I'd be like an intern or something. No way, I'm a special agent. No, you're from the. Uh, you're That's from the. Uh, you're from the. What do you call it? The Porch Podcast Division. Yes, yes. Separate division, but, you know, similar uh, line of work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a little different episode, I guess. It's been so long. I know. I, I, know. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I was thinking about that today. I think it's been over a year since I was involved with uh, recording with you guys. Really? Yeah, I think, like, the last episode was maybe, like, December 2019 that I you know, hopped on with you guys. Oh, wow. I hadn't realized yeah. it'd been that long. I Probably because we've been on your show a couple times yeah, well, like, this past and year. That's true. And, and I did guest host with Jesse like once or twice on your show, right? I think we did an episode with you guys. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so but it's just solo Kate Cotton today and solo Brad B. <laughs> yeah, of course. This is going to be interesting. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about like, uh, I I talked about on the solo Christmas episode that I did that we actually did an episode, but we didn't put it out. So it's been like six weeks since a proper single podcast yes. theory Whoa. episode has come out. Yeah. So, but yeah, I want to, you know. You're getting the to... down. You're getting the downgraded version with Kate Cotton. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> the beta version. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know but some of your um, listeners hate me. So, no, who who yeah. would hate Kate Cotton? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just say some people saw my name in the description and were like, "Nope." Remember that guy on YouTube? I don't know if you remember that. Someone like dragged me through the yes, dirt. Yes. Yes. On the first episode I guest hosted on, I was so excited to talk to you guys. Yeah. And like I was just like little old me and right. <laughs> just talking about my Boston Fenway experience and this yeah. person was like, Kate Cotton sucks dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was awful. so mean. Yeah, that was really bad. So be nice. Because well, I'm a person with feelings. I don't Thanks. care. I'm glad you're here. Thanks. I appreciate that. So um all right well happy new year merry christmas yes all the things how how was how was all that stuff happy hanukkah good i mean everything's been a little bit weird this year um but it's nothing unexpected at this point you know like thanksgiving was not it was me my mom and my dad i know that you and like you didn't even see amanda right on thanksgiving and christmas and stuff right yeah it's weird it's like i don't know but you know, a new year has come. Crazy shit's going on in the world, but I'm very thankful yeah. for stuff like this because it makes me forget about it. Yeah, totally. So. No, Amanda, we were, you know, Amanda moved out a few months ago. Her and her fiance live about an hour away. And 
So it was like it's Christmas and it's like their first Christmas away from home and in their new their new place and like on the twenty first she was she tested positive. Oh God! And so it was the like worst well, time. yeah, Christmas is canceled. Everyone's yeah. sad, but what we did was I don't know if I told you this. I don't I don't I haven't talked about this on the show, but like what we did was we took all her presents and we went to her house. And we went up to her porch and put all the presents on the uh, on the by the front door, and then we like uh-huh. scurried back downstairs, <laughs> and we FaceTimed yes, while she opened did. all her all her presents. And it was oh, funny because was at, so when we were coming up the stairs, they have a window like from their kitchen right next <laughs> to the door, so their two faces were like staring at us through the <laughs> through, through the oh my window. God, I would have totally cried if that was my kid and i couldn't hug them on christmas i would have been awful it was it was yeah it was sad they they did come out like from the they went down the way their apartment building is there's like a hallway to the other apartments so they went down there and she took a selfie and you could see us like way in the back Uh. you know (laughs) 10 feet away down the hallway Uh. (laughs) yeah exactly did her fiance have it too like was it a joint quarantine yes thing? yeah i assume it's yeah. usually that way yeah Ugh. so the but they're fine they she, he never he didn't really get sick at all she was sick for a few days and then she was kind of over it so and now at this point she's back to work and everything so oh, that's good it was you know we tried we literally like make the best of of covid christmas Seriously. <laughs> you know so yeah i mean every every human on earth has adapted in some way i mean i shouldn't say i shouldn't mm-hmm. generalize because people are going through really tough shit right now because of it but just seeing the creative ways that people have adapted it, it's just like such a great example of the way our species can handle right. anything that's thrown yeah. at them yeah I mean, it definitely has not been easy and most people are kind of you know I can attest I'm like been down in the dumps since March, but you know, I'm making it through just because I know that life will be normal again. And yeah, or at least I hope it will be. We're getting there. Yeah. Slowly, but surely. Are you getting vaccinated? (laughs) Of course. I can't wait. I know. Are you considered essential? I don't, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, where I work stayed open, you know, through all of this. So I, I guess anybody I'm who, considered I, a, Yeah, I thought anybody who worked at like a supermarket or like a store like Lowe's or something that had yeah. to stay open was considered essential. Yeah, but. I need to look into that because I know my wife <laughs> saw something about like our Henry County is already starting to do vaccinations for like the elderly. Oh, that's great. There's different tiers. So she's definitely considered, she's not essential, but she's high risk because of the cancer last mm-hmm. year so yeah maybe i am a, i'm i mean you tell me kate am i essential <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you do how will people how will people get their refrigerators? i'm saying in your overall in your in your life of course you are <laughs> absolutely essential okay thank you you're welcome um <laughs> all right so all right well what else? What else is going on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get too much in depth as to things that are going on in the world because we I guess go we go on and on. But what? Yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, did we mention like who you are, where you're from? Porch podcast. Do people know? <laughs> if people don't know, 
That's true. I guess there are. It's a possibility that there's some listeners yeah, th- who don't know. Who introduce I am. yourself to the people that ha- that this is their first episode, because okay. there are we get emails. Not like oh, we get millions of emails. We get emails every so often from someone that's like, oh, I just started listening. I mm. just found Pearl Jam a few months ago, or I just found you guys like last week. So if they haven't okay. like heard all of them, they're right, like, be- who's this? Who's this chick? Who's this crazy bitch? <laughs> Uh, I am happy to introduce myself. Um, my name is Kate Cotton. I am 28 years old. I reside on Long Island, New York. I am a crazy Pearl Jam fan like the rest of you. I became a Pearl Jam fan back in the year 2015, so I'm a little bit of a newer one. Um, but thanks to people like Brad Blazek and Brad Lyons, I became even more crazy obsessed. Um, that's... Oh, I also host a Pearl Jam podcast, which I guess is pretty important <laughs> to mention. Um, I met my friend Jessie through you guys. She decided to start her own podcast. She asked me to hop on and see, you know, if something could work between us. And just some magic happened. And we host our own little thing. It's called The Porch Podcast. Um, we drop episodes every Thursday, I think. Yeah, every Thursday. Um we took a couple weeks off around Christmas time, but uh, hopefully we'll be starting back up <clears throat> in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, and what we do is, you know, not the same that you guys do, but we, um, I know you guys talk about songs sometimes, but our show is dedicated specifically just to the songbook. Um, every now and then we'll talk about other Pearl Jam related things, uh, but 90% of the time we pick a song every week, we talk about, you know, uh, what the song means to the fans, to the band, to us, like what the, how we dissect the lyrics. We talk about fat little factoids about the songs. Um, and it's just a grand old time, I must say. So that's, that's me. Oh my God. Talking about myself is so hard. I'm like, nobody cares. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, everybody just checked the fuck out. No one gives a shit, <laughs> but hopefully people give a little bit of a shit. Well, and, uh, I give a shit. I like your show. Thanks. You guys, you guys are, are super fun. To listen oh, thank to you. so it definitely um, got in the beginning it's like so awkward I'm sure you guys felt that way in the beginning but we started around two years ago in February of 2019 and now it's just like so effortless to just sit and talk with mm-hmm. her like there's and I think yeah. that the more effortless it feels like the better the show becomes so yeah I listened to <laughs> our like first few episodes and I'm I can hear how super nervous I am yeah and how like I'm trying to be professional, and yes, I like Pearl Jam. I've listened to them. You know what I mean? And now I'm just like, whatever. I, you know what? One time I shit in the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's oh, like I'll I never care. forget. <laughs> so, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's And, I mean, I, I recommend anybody uh, to start a podcast because it's – I love it. It's so much fun. It really just is. Just to talk every week – with Brad about Pearl Jam and just, you know, stuff in general. No, I I agree completely. And I I will admit, too, like, there are weeks where it's like, oh, my God, I have to do this thing again. Not that I obviously don't love talking to Jesse every week, but, you know, life gets in the way. But whenever I'm doing it in the moment, I'm like, I am so happy that I'm here doing this. I'm talking to my friend. We're catching up with each other on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. because we have to. And, 
you know, we're talking about something that we both love. And this kind of thing is what, in my opinion, is what life is all about, is being yeah. passionate about stuff and just talking about it. That's why, like, yeah. going to the Pearl Jam shows is the greatest, because yeah. you're just surrounded by it constantly, and it's delicious. Yeah. It. Well, and, like, Wrigley especially, that Wrigley <clears throat> was, like, times 100. But, like, yeah. if you go to the show, if you go to any show, get there hours early, you know, and just hang out with other fans and talk about, you know, what what are they going to open with? Yeah. You know, what are they going to, are they going to play what crazy weird song are they going to pull out that they never play? Mm-hmm. All that stuff is just, that's almost as insane as the show itself, the concert, you know? Yeah. So. I definitely anyway. agree. Like, I've yeah, I've never experienced anything like going to Wrigley. Because like I mentioned, I'm a newer Pearl Jam fan, so I hadn't been to shows until 2018, really. And uh, that summer, I I think back, especially nowadays, oh my God, I think back so fondly on that summer. Like, that was the greatest summer of my whole life. I saw Pearl Jam five times. I traveled to see them every time I saw them, and I just met so many awesome people. And I've never really been, I mean, I'm like a social person, like I have friends and stuff, but I've Mm -hmm. never been able to like be the type of person that just like walks up to someone and like can start a conversation. But it's so different when you're just around (laughs) <laughs> these people these other weirdos yeah. it's like everybody yeah. just loves each other and just wants right. to talk and it's yeah. so effortless it's just wonderful and magical totally so, i agree that's that what, what was the five shows um it was Amster- the first- amsterdam <laughs> yeah it was amsterdam june 12th it was the the uh tour opener uh then it was the two shows in wrigley and then uh, boston and then the two shows, shows in, in boston. boston yeah yep. that's cool yeah. yeah, you you beat me. I saw him what three times, right? Was the two Wrigleys? What was the third time? Was it was it Lexington? Was Lexington that year? No, that was twenty sixteen. They only okay. played the home the home and away shows that year, so I think you only saw. Oh, them that's twice. what I'm. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the year I saw them at Lexington. I also saw them at Wrigley. Those two mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. So anyway, five times in one year. I, listen, I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of time pretty... to make up on. I also like <laughs> yeah. wasn't paying rent at the time because I was living with yeah. my grandma and stuff, so I had extra money to do it. Um, I mean, I would go in debt for Pearl Jam any day, but right. it was it was feasible for me to do all that traveling that summer. And I'm so happy I was, I, did. I was happy. yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day about, um, like when I was younger, I'd go see a band. And I'd be, I, it's like in my head, I checked them off a list. Like I right. saw them. Why would I go see them again? Mm-hmm. You know? And now I'm like, what was I thinking? Like go to every show <laughs> that you can get your ass to go to it, mm-hmm. you know? And especially not to be morbid, but like some of these guys die. <laughs> like I know. People you know, die. and like <laughs> you never get to see them again. I know. You know? I know. Um, I've said it a million times. Like I, I could have gone to the temple that one of the temple of the Me dog too. shows, Me and too. I didn't because I was too. just like, well, spend a lot of money for the Wrigley shows that year, and it, the travel might be too much, and my mm-hmm. wife, and this and that, and now I'm like totally I regretting, know. you know. So go, yeah, that, go to the show. Well, yeah, go to it. I mean, not right now, but <laughs> well, don't go yeah. to any shows right now, please, because that's the <laughs> <Right>? problem. Yes. <laughs> But I, I remember yeah. that year 2016 because 2016 was like my second year of being a Pearl Jam oh, fan. But I yeah. still I still wasn't like 
deep yet. Um, right. So, I mean, I knew that Temple of the Dog was going to be playing at Madison Square Garden. I was like, that'd be so cool to go to. But I wasn't as obsessed as I am now. If it was right. now, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. But I was like, ah, maybe I'll buy get a ticket. But it just came and went. Didn't think twice. Yeah. And now look at where we are. And then on top of it, those shows, it wasn't just like they played like 10 Temple of the Dog show- songs and that was it. They played some crazy songs, a bunch of weird covers that you'll never hear yep. again anyway. So it's like doubly as regretful. <laughs> so yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to start the show? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do, I don't know. Did you um, want to talk about your uh, socials and stuff? or is that? Yeah, let yet? me uh, do some housekeeping. Okay. Um, we are... I talked about this on the Christmas show, I think. Um, <laughs> the fact that I'm kind of like off all the socials now. Like, are you are you part of this movement? Like, you don't ever go on Facebook or Twitter or anything. A little bit. I definitely don't I, go on. I don't go on Facebook or Twitter anymore. I mean, I do here and there, but I've taken yeah. them off of my homepage so I don't get notifications and stuff anymore. Right. Um. So no, but I am still very active on Instagram, which is basically the same thing as being on facebook and twitter because it's <laughs> facebook and twitter no stuff there's are all something on instagram. there's something about instagram that's not as toxic as the other ones no it's not as toxic but there's still there's still the information overload on instagram it's like the yeah. same level and it's usually like it's very filtered to um what you believe in so it's like mm-hmm. you're already fueled with these rage yeah. feelings and then yeah. there's like everything the on instagram just fueling we're all in the bubble yes. we're all we're in the all social in media own... bubble yeah i, I just watched have you watched that was it on netflix i think yes that's why i yeah. deleted facebook yeah me too. <laughs> me too what is that called yeah. do you know i can't remember what's called oh, the, the a social, social dilemma. dilemma yeah yeah it's free. All right. Well, to, all that to say, <laughs> yeah. we are on Twitter, <laughs> we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, um, and I, I, I'm saying that I'm not super active on those, but I do check them from time to time. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way is to email us, which is singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com, or uh, I'm. I'm still, I have Facebook Messenger. And so if you go on Facebook and message our account, I will see that pretty much right away. So if people want to get in touch, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, what else? Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon. Um, go to Patreon. Look up Single Podcast Theory. Um, that's, you know, that people that donate to that. Um, it really helps us out with technical stuff. Um, I got this microphone because of patrons. <laughs> um, and it just helps with like the cost of what's the um, the the simple cast thing we use to put the show out, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I wish Brad was here. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm just like uh, bah, 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 rambling over my own mouth. But yeah, Patreon, patreon.com. Um, and we have some new patrons since our last show, so I'm going to read their names. Sounds good. Um, Craig Smith, thank you so much. Um, Amanda Everman, Ron Riley, and Jason Zeman. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. It really, it really does uh, make us feel good <laughs> that Aww. people 
like the show that much that they would donate to us. Um, we have T-shirts. Ooh. Kate Cotton, do you have a single podcast theory shirt? I I'm sure do. you do somewhere. Well, I'm thinking that we're on YouTube or something. I, can show I can't believe you're not I wearing can't. it. Don't you wear it I like every have. day? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. It, it's one of those shirts. I don't know if you're like the way I am, but a shirt gets like buried and then I'm convinced that it just like disappeared at some point. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, my single podcast theory t-shirt was one of those. <laughs> and I dug deep the other day and I was like, what is this shirt? And I pulled it up. I was like, oh, oh. my God, it's my SP t-shirt. And I wore it all night. I was like, I'm changing right now. And I put it on. <laughs> oh, well, awesome. Well, so with, I do have dear listener, if you would like your very own single podcast theory shirt, and then you could throw it in the closet and let it get buried, we have <laughs> a website. Um, it's Public. But here's the crazy thing about this. I don't know how it works. If you go on T Public and you search for single podcast theory, you're not going to find it. So you have oh. to like just email me, and I will send you the link to our That's page. That's a big pain in the ass. I know. And I don't know if it's because we're brand new and there's like oh. millions, so it just doesn't show up. Uh, maybe it does now. I haven't checked it in a couple of weeks. But if you want a T-shirt, uh, I think they're like 20 bucks plus six dollars shipping i know that's an exorbitant amount that most people can't afford but i can't control that i wish i could we have them set uh like at the lowest they can be but like i don't know 26 bucks for a t-shirt that's that's, that's pretty you pay 40 dollars at a concert for a t-shirt right. so yeah. get over uh, even online i think the pearl jam like 10 club site <clears throat> the shirts are 35 plus five yeah. or six shipping yeah um but if you go on Patreon and sign up at the $20 level, like our our good friend Craig Smith, you will get a shirt for free. And just nice. sign up, send me a message, tell me. You can go on there. I'll send you the link and you can look at because we did what we did was um, you can get the classic black with the red logo or you can get, I think it's the logo is black and there's like 25 different colors you can choose from. Nice. It's pretty cool. Somebody somebody ordered one. I think I just got a message that they they received it, and it's like army green with the black logo. And I'm like, that looks oh, pretty cool. It looks like, like Eddie, like Eddie with the Tavoli shirt. Yeah, I think isn't that like army green? Yeah, it is. And it's and black I was like, writing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, this dude either he just likes that color, or he was like, I'm going like Eddie Vedder 1992 pink pop. Tavoli shirt colors. It just it looked really cool. So anyway, uh, send me a message and I will Shit, send you gross. a link. Or uh oh, I hear you, but your face is just like uh. <laughs> there you are. Hello, can you hear me? I, I hear you now too, but you're you're frozen. <laughs> oh for me. boy, my Am internet connection frozen? is unstable. <clears throat> oh, fuck balls. Yeah, you um, just froze up. Give it a I'm second. I'm doing the. Remember the. Yeah. You're frozen. Oh, Jesus, don't move too fast. I'm going to get nauseous. Okay, stop moving. Remember I can the, see you now. Uh, remember, those, remember those blonde girls that were doing this? The, the blonde <laughs> like, girls? Yeah, that gif. They're all standing like in a line. Like my hand is someone else's Oh, hand. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like sorority <laughs> girls or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah that shit's freaky. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Fuck that. Fuck that. All right. Well, I don't know where, I, where maybe, I don't know if the audio froze up, but uh, T Public, if you want a t-shirt, let me know. Give, send me a message on 
single podcast theory at Gmail or Facebook Messenger. All right, what else? Um, we're gonna skip emails this week just because this is this is already kind. Of, if people, if you can't tell by now, this is kind of a, a like a weird episode right Thrown together in the last 24 yeah. hours yes yeah exactly <laughs> yeah totally yeah why don't we do this tomorrow like you just you know what because i asked yeah what <laughs> okay i said we could do it tomorrow but you were like can we do it saturday that's because true it'll give i do John i did yeah that's show. right yeah want to get it out by Monday. girl don't even so, <laughs> don't i forgot even. i forgot about that part Mm. Anyway, so, but I do, I do want to make, uh, let's, let's, let's calm down. This is going to get serious for a second. Okay. okay. <laughs> Cause I'm all, you know how I am. I'm all about being yeah. serious. No, um, we have a listener that has donated to music cares in our name. Like I think four times now, three or four times. And he did it again wow. this just a few weeks ago. So, um, I don't know. Should I say his name? I don't know if I should say his name. There's always like a weird, like thing about when people donate, right? I am he knows not, who he is. I am not, you're not going to, you're not touching that. Well, he knows who he is. Uh, I'll just say T Mr. T. We really, <laughs> we really appreciate it seriously. And, um, thank you so much for donating to music cares. Um, we've talked about it. A bunch of times they helped out brad lyons at one time they they do great work for musicians that are in need of help so thank you once again that that is like one of the biggest joys in my life is that doing this show has you know inspired somebody to donate money to a music something that helps with like people that are in the music industry yeah, so, that's pretty incredible. It is really incredible. So thank you again, Mr. T. Pity the fool. <laughs> Pity the fool who don't donate. All right. So, all right. Is that what else? What am I missing? You listen uh, to the show. Um, <laughs> I think, he, I mean, except for emails. I mean, I don't know. I, Did I, I think Yeah, doing I hit well. it all. Um, all right. Yeah. Is there any Pearl Jam news? Have we? Is there anything going on in the world of Pearl Jam? Um, Eddie's in Hawaii. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> okay, that's Pearl Jam stalker news. Is there any like you know band news? <laughs> um, no. Is he I in don't Hawaii? How do you know is. this? You're like the Swifties. Don't, like the Swifties how do you know. Not know that? Don't you follow Jill on Instagram? I just told you. I'm like I don't go on. Don't go on Instagram. Oh. Oh, I okay. do. Are well, they like? I, do they live there now, or they're like on no. vacation, or? I think they she posted something about them like quarantining and get COVID testing and stuff so they can go and spend time in Hawaii. But it seems <coughs> like they've been there. It seems like they've been there for a couple of weeks now. It looks like they probably you, went down before Ed's birthday. Now, are, do you know for sure for a fact that they're in Hawaii? Because I, I'll just say that. OK, I've seen like videos well, I, don't, I guess of, no because I, it's not like i've seen them there but they're put they're at a beach a tropical beach and you know that's where they always go like a, like you can see the ocean in the background because i've seen videos uh, the reason i'm bringing this up as i've seen videos of ed like in his home 
Okay, yes. That's <laughs> Thank you. That's Kate's showing me she's showing me actual video of the kids hard like, evidence. The, yes. Yeah, okay. It, that's him and Harper because, in the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you are a stark yeah. stalker. Um I am not but, she posts this for everyone to see. <laughs> no, I've seen videos of him like um apparently it's he's in his house like making drinks. And it looks like he's in Hawaii, but apparently that's his house in Seattle. I think that, I mean, I don't know this for sure because I've never been to Eddie's house, but based on footage, I mean, I wish, based on footage from PJ20 and stuff, it seems like where they live is very um, dense, like with foliage and stuff. So I think if you just like look out the window from their house, it kind of looks like they're in a foresty, jungly type situation. Um, But no, I I am... She, Jill posted something about that. Well, yeah, Hawaii, I, you've, so. you have you have proven to me that he is actually in the state of Hawaii. Yes, <laughs> I believe. I, you. I think okay. they have a house. I'm guessing they have a house there because they do seem to spend like oh, I'm sure any time that they can in yeah. Hawaii. It's like yeah, their hub. Wouldn't you? So. Have you ever been there? Yeah, you've been actually, there. Actually, right? actually, funnily enough, exactly a year ago today, I left for Hawaii. Like right before COVID happened. That's I right. I was telling you. I was telling you to look for Eddie. Yeah. I know, and I think we like just missed him. I swear to God, I think Eddie was there like the week before we were, and then uh, we got we got there, and we had to survive a week and a half of rain in Hawaii. Like the whole mm. week and a half we were there, it rained. It was great. Oh, poor you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to go. I'd love to go there. It was beautiful. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so let's see. Do we want to start talking about? Yeah. What are we talking about this week, Brett? Yeah, I didn't ever talk about that. No, I didn't mention it. that. I am horrible. Let's start all over. <laughs> yes, <laughs> good idea. Um, Eddie Vedder has a EP that he just put out called "Matter of Time." Um, it is six songs, right? Yeah, six songs. Two, two that are like new, new songs that were released a couple months ago, and then the other four are just him uh, acoustically at home so yes um so the two songs came out november 18th he released those and then i think this like ep came out on christmas day it was that christmas right? eve i think christmas eve yeah or he christmas released day. it was one or the other yeah he released the whole like ep with the four acoustic songs so yeah. um i guess just out of the gate what do you think of this like EP on the whole? Well, I, as far as I know, it was a total surprise, right? Like no one really, I mean, we knew that the songs were new because they had that streaming event um, for EB right. on November 18th. Um, so we got to hear those songs that day, but I don't think anyone knew that they were being released as like an EP with covers. And, no, uh, and I just, stuff. I, I just yeah, assumed I had... it was, you know, the, he put out, there was like a limited edition seven inch of these two songs and that was all the funds were going to the EB PR, I think it's called. I think I wrote it down. Um, but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know this was coming. Yeah, no, I, I only knew because you and uh, my boyfriend told me about it. They were like, oh, Eddie released an EP today. I was like, oh, that's good to know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really exciting. Um, I will say when I first heard um, the song Matter of Time, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was mm-hmm. so good. I mean, I like the song Say Hi, too. It's just a little more, like, uh, 
I don't know how to describe it. It's not as like um, deep, I guess, as Matter of Time is. Say hi is a little right. more fun. Uh, Matter yeah. of Time is like is very, uh, and we'll talk about this when we start talking about the songs. But to me, it's just very much relative to the whole EB situation that mm-hmm. um, the the whole research project that Jill and Ed have. Um, you know, their charity. Um, what was I saying? I just totally lost my train of thought. Just no, okay. So the, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Both of those songs are very relative to that uh, nonprofit, but Matter right. of Time you could kind of take as its own thing and kind of relate mm-hmm. it to a lot of other, you know, global situations. I guess you could right. say. So th- that's why that song really sticks out to me. And I also like sobbed like a baby when I first saw the video. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. Oh, I must be a. I guess I'm a bad Pearl Jam fan. I don't think I've watched the video. Well, I, I watched the streaming event that they had. Okay, the, okay. So it was debuted that night. Um, right. With Eddie's like a little acoustic thing with the new Say Hi song, and then they ended the show with the Matter of Time music video. And it's just it's a it's a um, animation, but it's it's Ed in parts right. of it, and it's right. just tell it's kind of telling the story of children with EB healing yeah. themselves. It's yeah. quite beautiful. Cool. I'll have to check it out because <clears throat> I haven't seen it. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean, I love these two new songs. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. Like I think Matter of Time is more kind of serious, I guess. Not that Say Hi isn't. It's it's but Say Hi is specifically written with like a 6-year-old in mind, you know? Um so it's kind of more upbeat and more fun where Matter of Time is is more serious and um but they're both inspired by this EB disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know what EB stands for? Yes, I do. Do you want me to tell you the notes that I wrote down? <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I'll I say, just the, hear I'll say you, the long words. I just, yeah, I just want to hear you say it because I don't think I could say it. Okay, I practiced it before we got on here. <laughs> it is, EB is short for epidermolysis bullosa. Ooh. Um. So that's what, so I'll just read what I wrote here. That way we're not like fumbling right. over ourselves. Right. So I okay. said that, you know, the whole point of these songs was to benefit the research of this um, disease. It's a rare genetic connective tissue disorder, and it affects one out of every 20,000 births in the United States. Um, and there are many genetic and symptomatic variations of EB, but all share that this is horrible, share the prominent mm-hmm. symptom of extremely fragile skin that blisters and tears from minor f- friction or trauma. So, I'm sure if anybody who's listening to this podcast um, probably knows about this whole EB research project and they're aware of it. But if you're not, um, I mean, I don't want to encourage you, but, you know, if you look into what this disease is, it's truly like one of the most heartbreaking things that I have ever seen in my life. Um, And watching that whole EB event that Jill and Ed put on on November 18th, it was extremely enlightening into the lives of these children and their families and what they go through on a daily basis. Like these kids, no joke, their, their skin essentially disintegrates um, because it doesn't seem to have that, like it said, like the, uh, the connective tissue, it, it can't like regenerate itself. Well, I um, guess there's like, there's two layers of skin uh, on everybody. And this disease, the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the gene that holds those two layers together is just not there. So the, the skin is just extremely fragile. And mm-hmm. so 
it's, and you're and you're awful. just born it's, it's you're born this way there's these babies right. who are born with these like lesions and oh it's just terrible but w- the good thing about um watching that i mean aside from the music and stuff um but i learned a lot more about how much progress they've made in research uh it seems like for a while people were doing lots of research but they just did not have the funds to do the, the extent of research that they needed to do um but ever since like Jill and Ed kind of got involved and they created this whole nonprofit to raise money for research, they're actually extremely close to healing EB. Um, they just still need more money to continue the research and continue to work towards that cure. Um, so I wrote down the website. If anybody hasn't donated, I would encourage you to, and it's called venture into cure.org. And it's like super simple. There's like a donate button right on the homepage. And if you want to donate whatever you have, or you're willing to give to that, I think it's like a more than worthy cause to give some of your money to. I know everybody's struggling right now, but I can't even imagine what these families go through on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even even the littlest amount is helpful. With give that. till it hurts. Is that what they say? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like, well, I shouldn't talk about that. We're being serious, right? Don't. I Don't mean, bread, we can we can, trans- we can transition we can transition into not being serious. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like preachers like give till it hurts, people. I need a new plane. God said I need a new plane. A new Please plane. Give. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about what you're talking about at all. <laughs> whenever I that's just I'm just saying whenever I hear like people talking about donations, I think give till it hurts. That's like is that a like from phrase. a movie or something? Or you're... It might be. It just oh. This is 80s. I'm, I'm oh. old. I remember yeah. the 80s, and there was a lot of televangelists on TV, like late night, just crying okay. and saying, give to I get what you... I thought you were just saying that like <clears throat> pastors and shit out there were just saying this kind of stuff. Like, How do you know that? But it makes sense if you're talking about like the televised <laughs> events. Right. Because those yes. bitches be cray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then sometimes... Some things come along, like the EB research, and I'm like, yes, literally give till it hurts, because these people need your help. So, Uh uh-oh, did I lose you? You froze. I don't Uh, know if you can hear me. You froze. You're in this, like, yeah, yeah, I got to, you're in this, like, most glamorous frozen, can you hear me? No, I hear you now. (laughs) Do you hear me? I can hear you. you. Uh, you're f- yeah. Okay, now I can see you. You were frozen in this <laughs> yeah, like glamorous like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so uh, annoying. I don't but, know why this is happening. Yeah, I mean oh. we're good now, aren't we? No, I think so. Uh-oh. It's probably going to happen again okay. though. Yeah. Well, that's all right. <clears throat> John, John can edit around it. Okay. Cool. Thanks, John. Or we'll just let it go. Let it fly. Whatever. We're doing it live. We'll do it live, Kate Cotton. <laughs> yeah, do it live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think... Was it you? Or was it somebody else? I have a tendency to say Kate Cotton. Like, I call you Kate Cotton on the show. A lot, a lot of people do. Yeah. And someone got real pissed off. Why do you really? say Kate Cotton? Why do you say her name like that? It's Kate. Just call her Kate <laughs> I'm like I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's because I used to listen to a Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, 
And the guy would always call the girl by her full name like that. And I just kind of picked it up from there. Well, I will Joanna. say you're not. What was her you're name? not Joanna. You're not the only person in my life who refers to me by my full Cotton. name like that. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. It's it flows. <laughs> I guess you're, maybe you're more comfortable saying more than a <clears throat> syllable. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right. Where were we? Matter of All time. Right. Say Let's hi. Talk about the music. We, yes. You want to? Do you want to just jump in and listen to these songs? All right, we're going to go in order, right? Yes. All right, so this is Matter of Time Mm -hmm. by Eddie. And this this piano intro is just It's Eddie, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it is. I think it's all Ed. Yeah. But it's just so beautiful. I love it so much. Me too. You know? And this is kind of like what we were saying. Like this is this is more serious than the like the next song, where it's kind of like upbeat right. acoustic guitar. Yeah, and and like listening to it, the lyrics just feel beyond what this necessarily this situation. Yeah. Well, I'm a builder of bridges and I could fly us up to the moon when your time is limited. Well, I mean, the lyrics are like Ed, Ed is like such so good with the lyrics, obviously, but like this song could be about me and you going through hard times right but it's also about specifically anybody that has eb mm-hmm. and it's written for them with them in mind Watching the music video? No. Oh, I am. That's why the, I'm gonna I've got cry. the lyrics. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like on the verge yeah, of tears. I, <laughs> no, I'm looking at the lyrics. Oh. If I were but a grain of sand, I still resist. Amazing lyric. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the whole like you know Tom Petty, I won't back down type imagery with that if i was a grain of sand i'd still resist the tide stakes are raised to elevate just a second to understand what you give this will to live you got the cure i got the fight just a matter of time Love how it picks up here. Yeah. Makes me want to move my body around a little. <laughs> yeah, it's the you know, I don't know. It's like he's being serious at first, but then you know. Well, if you watch kind of. Yeah, and if you watch the music video, it's kind of at this, the whole music video that's leading up to this upbeat part. It's there's the kid in bandages like just thinking about life without them 
and then when it picks up, you know, everything brightens up a little bit, and all the bandages fly off of him, and he starts living his life normally, and it's like, a lot. Right. (laughs) I don't know if I could, if I could watch that. Yeah. And, like, with you looking at me through the Zoom (laughs) video. (laughs) Oh, but the lyric... I found myself when I found my tribe. Oh, uh, yes. We're going to touch like, on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> this part's cool, too, because if you have, like, if you have headphones on, you can hear the different layers of what he's mm-hmm. doing with the vocals. good i'm good pretty powerful pretty powerful oh it really is just the, like you said the piano um it's just it's that piano you feel in your heart i mean the piano kind of always has a tendency to do that to like kind of make you feel something in your chest but mm-hmm. something about that piano and that song just it brings a whole another level to it i'm so glad that it was like produced in that way yeah wow. what was i what was i gonna say now I, th- I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Well, I definitely want to touch on that lyric that I found myself when I found my tribe. And okay, now I, yeah, we could talk about that. Now I know what it's like to feel alive. I, uh, you know, this song, like, I haven't listened to a lot since the EP came out, so I listened to it a lot today. Um, Like, holy shit, is that not what it is to be a Pearl Jam fan or what? Uh, I know, right? How does yeah, strange, do that? Strangest, strangest yes. tribe and alive, like pretty much their he biggest song right on, i mean he did that on purpose right? I, yeah i probably yeah but again it goes back to it's not for me and you it's not for the general public it's for these people who have this disease that's rare and they come together and find their tribe and mm-hmm. it's making them feel alive while they're going through all this stuff yep. you know but the beauty of ed is that people like me and you can also feel those those words you know um no i was gonna i know what i was gonna say now that um it's not a secret that i'm not the biggest fan of eddie's solo stuff so i was kind of wary like oh he put out some new solo songs it's great Mm -hmm. but i love this song so much you know like i would listen to this uh outside of his regular solo stuff yeah yeah so yeah because you know I, I do feel like this song now that i'm like really kind of thinking about it, it it eddie's solo stuff has um a sound to it i don't know i can't really exactly pinpoint what that sound is mm-hmm. but um he has his own sound and it is what it is i love it you know for people like you it might not be your total cup of tea right but this this song isn't really whatever that sound is there's something yeah. dif- there's something different yeah. with this one it's um um it's not typical Eddie solo. Yeah. I mean, lyrically, yeah. of course, it's as magnificent as he always is. But um, the overall feeling and sound of it is just it kind of hits a different yeah. level. Well, and the cool thing about what you're saying that like Eddie solo has a certain sound. 
I might not love that stuff, but I like the fact that it's not like Pearl Jam light. Yes. There's there's a magic when those f- five dudes get together to yeah. make those songs. Mm-hmm. And I've heard other bands that will have solo projects, and it sounds like all they did, like uh, just for example, System of a Down, like their guitar player has started another band they sound exactly like system of a down the singer the singer has put out solo stuff it sounds exactly like system of a down which that's not a bad thing but i'm just saying like with with eddie it's 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 totally like different than pearl jam you know it's not like they're pearl jam songs with other guys playing them you know and i think that's that's cool it is and it it kind of that that's another thing to love about this band and just this group of guys is they offer so much more than what they just put in front of us every day. Like we have Pearl Jam, but we also have like an artist like Eddie that we can look forward to his music being released, like him releasing an EP or, you know, Stone releasing an EP or something like that. You know, we have, we just, it just never ends. It's like never ending content for the fan base. It's yeah. And it all is different. It's all different enough. Cause I mean, Mike is the only one. I mean, Matt's put out two solo records. Stone has a couple of different projects, like Brad and uh, what's the other one? Oh, now I'm blanking on it. Yeah. Jeff's put out a bunch of solo stuff. Yeah, so I, I guess well, Mike, Mike is... Mike does his own thing. Like, he did that art project and stuff, but I am not aware yeah. he's done anything uh, musically, like recorded he's... and put out. Yeah, not... I think he's done that flight to Mars, but I think that's just like a cover. Those are that's a cover band of UFO. Does that oh, sound? Yeah. But that's you know I don't that's not I don't consider that a solo project. Mm. So it'd be cool to hear Mike some Mike solo shit where it's just like super crazy solos like guitar solo music. Let's write him a letter and ask <laughs> for it. There's only one way this can get done. I'm gonna. I'm signing back on to Twitter and I'm yeah. going to tweet at, at real Mike McCready or whatever it is. Or do it the old fashioned way. So, get a petition write going, a, get some names. I'm going to, I'm going to write a letter to 10 club. Good idea. And put, just put care of Mike. I'm just going to, I'm going to write with a pen. Yeah. I think you and should. Paper, like an old think, school, like what, a letter. What about a typewriter? What about a typewriter? Typewriter. I could do that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mine That'd be, be like hipster. I'm yeah, a hipster really now. Cool. He'd be like, this I'm guy's typing. awesome. <laughs> I do know how to type. You do know how to type? Yeah, I do. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean you know how to type on a typewriter? Yeah. Like oh, for real okay. type. Like I could be a secretary in the, in the 80s. <laughs> in a past life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I Yeah. I, I saw that. Mo- Did you ever see that movie 9 to 5? You know, I have, but not. it's not one of those movies I've seen like more than once where I'm capable right. of remembering. But I know what yeah. the movie is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could have been like Dolly Parton. I could have mm. been her. Is that the one, and please don't make fun of me <laughs> oh if I'm, boy, if I'm guessing go. the wrong movie. Is that the one where they want to kill their boss? Or they try yeah, to kill their boss? yeah. It is, okay. okay. Yeah. Phew. Dabney, Dabney Coleman mm-hmm. is the boss. I hated him like when I was a kid for some reason. You ever see actors and you just can't stand them? Yeah, that's like how for you no know other reason. Good actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dabney Coleman was one of those guys. I could not stand him. Mm. But it was it was Dolly Parton 
and I don't remember the other two chicks. I, I think they're both famous too. They all, uh, they were all like famous. Like that was part of the like pull of that movie is that it right. was like three super famous ladies from the super 80s. Super babes. Super, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, all right. Well, <laughs> I feel like we this, got... I, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on this song a lot because I feel like we could. You could do a whole episode about this song a lot. Yeah, but that's true. Really, like okay, I said, we'll do that coming up next on the porch podcast. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna tackle matter of time. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you guys. All right, so should we do the next song, which is um, yeah, say hi. Yes. Say hi. Right. This is a, this is another good one. One, two, three. Okay, so this song's a little different in that it's guitar acoustic guitar instead of a piano but yeah it's i see you i see what you're doing it's it's kind of got that like da, yeah. da, da, da. you're yeah. just kind of like grooving not too heavy you know yeah definitely not heavy no <laughs> no is there a video for this there should be there is it's just ed in his like living room or something he's wearing an oh, awesome okay. hat one of those yeah. uh what are, the, what are those called? The hats he wears? No, oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's like a straw hat, but not kind real, of. And it's, it's got smaller. like the black, the black ribbon around it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call that. Neither. Um. Yeah, but this song is. <laughs> uh. So again, this is inspired by somebody specifically that has EB. It's a little six-year-old boy named Eli Meyer, um, and this is a this is a cool story. I, but uh, yeah, we'll just get into the story. So he was. Um, well, why don't we tell the story after the song's over? Okay. Are you telling me just to shut up? Yeah. <laughs> it's a blo- It's a story that deserves its own time. You're right. You're right. Oh, here's to you. A guru of strength and grace Cause the first one to reach out a hand Shows more courage than the one who does less With all our imperfections Your light shines in all directions Cut in through I'll, I'll come and say hi when I see I'll come and say hi. I'll come and say hi. No, but I just I love this song <clears throat> because it's written specifically for this little boy. Me too. You know, um, and he's, you know, it's he's basically talking to this kid, mm-hmm. you know, and just talking about how courageous he is and stuff. It's really yeah, and also just like relaying the message that like regardless of what anybody looks like or what they're going through. Right. Um, you should just treat them like anyone else. Right. Yeah. Is the song over for you also? Yes. Okay. It's quick. I don't know why I thought it was longer than that. No, it's only, it's less than three minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just this message that Eddie is telling people like, because, you know, upon first glance of these kids, like, they, you know, they have these scabs all over them. They're wrapped up in bandages. They're usually in a wheelchair or something. And, you know, the the message he's putting out there is, 
I mean, it's it should be a universal message for anyone. It's just regardless of what someone looks like or their disability or what have you, it can't ever hurt to just go say hi to someone because right. that's that's what being a human is. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, kids are just cruel, and that's yeah. kind of why this um, say hi movement came up. Can I can I tell the story now? Is it okay? Yes, but I do also want to say before <laughs> okay. we move on to the story, like I, I know right. what you're saying that kids are cruel because they are, but kids are also honest, and I think mm-hmm. I think that's part of um, uh, general generational changes. Like over time, like kids being honest used to be like a bad thing. Like if a kid walked up, if a five year old walked up to another five year old who had EB and said, "Hey, you know what's wrong with you? Why are you in a wheelchair? And why do you have bandages on your legs?" Like I think as an adult, you see that as like, oh my God, shut up. Like, why are you? Right. But I think the whole point of this is like, and, and this song, and I know this isn't necessarily what Ed is saying, but it is a similar message. Like, it's okay to ask somebody about what they're going through or, you know, you don't have to like pretend that when you're looking at them, they're not a disabled person because that right. also removes their identity from who they are and I think yeah. that's a beautiful thing about kids is they, they have no fear about being honest. They, they can be cruel once they realize, like, once kids mm-hmm. reach a social level, they, they are cruel to each other. But there is also this aspect to them, which is honesty and, you know, truly wanting to connect with others. That's that's the core of what being a child is. Right. Um, and I think that's part of, like, Ed is just reminding us, like, you know, we can all be kids again and just, we can just say hi to whoever we want to, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my soapbox. And now I'm off of it. That's fine. You work with kids, right? Um, yeah, I used to, I used to be a preschool teacher. Oh, do you not anymore? Um, you... no, not directly. I, um, I work for the uh, government agency that oversees childcare now. Hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. So you are a special agent of the government. Oh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you need to, you know, refer to yourself. I'm Special, Special Agent Cotton. Nice to Ooh, meet you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this little boy was, um, he's from China and he was adopted by a family in California, I think when he was two or four. I'm not sure. I didn't look up. Something like Eli. that. Yeah. Um, but he's got this, this, this disease and his older sister, Lily, was sick of like people like kids um, just kind of looking at him weird or staying away from him. And she apparently started a social media movement that was what it, I want to get it right. Was it just, just come say hi. Was that what it was? Hashtag yeah, come or, say hi. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, and so Eddie and Jill, you know, heard the story and kind of turned into this, this thing where he wrote this song specifically for Eli. So, I mean, oh, Eli, you're a thief. You stole my heart. Come on. Like, that's like, it's just so, it's playful. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, that's why this song um, sticks out in a different way to me. Um, it is very playful. I almost, and I don't say this in a demeaning way. It's almost kind of like a, um, a kid's song or like it's a song well, that yeah. kids kids could listen totally. to and, and enjoy because it, it has a very it has simple lyrics like I'll come totally. and say hi when I see my friend and yeah um I just think it's so cute that Ed wrote a song like this and he took that girl's message and turned it into something that, right 
Well, and I feel like he he totally had that in mind that this kid would know the song is about him. Mm-hmm. Other kids would know the song is about him. So they're going to be singing it, and that's why he kind of wrote it that way. And it's got a real, like, 60s folk song hmm. feel to it. Yeah, you know, a lot that. of that stuff, the stuff that wasn't super political was kind of, like, simple and, like, bouncy, you know, right. and easy to to sing to or hum along to, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love the line. It's cool. Because uh, the first one to reach out a hand shows more courage than the one who does last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Message. Yeah. Do you have a favorite line? This is what me and Jesse do. We share our favorite lines from the song. Right. Um. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as as simple as it is, you're a thief. You stole my heart. Like. Yeah. It's that's it's just cute. I guess you know. It is. It's very sweet. So. And the the next line he says, sweet. "As I dream." Yeah. I, as I dream. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Um, he says, I dream, I see your wings glow in the dark. And I, there is something uh, e- either in that EB um, live stream or something. I think Eli himself was talking about the delicacy of butterflies' wings, but it, but the wings are what gives them strength. Mm. And that's like the metaphor behind EB. Like, you know, this illness is my, uh, is very fragile, but it is what makes me strong. It makes right. me who I am. So I didn't even think Ed, about it. Ed Go added ahead. that in there. No, I was just saying. They're, I'm glad he he included that in this in his lyrics here. Well, their logo is like a butterfly. Yeah, I didn't it even is. think about that till now. So yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's really. It's just. I don't know. It's just a sweet, fun kind of bouncy song. Mm-hmm. You know. It's playful. It's it makes you feel good. Joyful, joyful, joyful. and happy. All the positive adjectives you can think of, I think yes. this song is, is Yes. It. It's very it's very sweet. Okay. Let's move on. So the next four songs were they're they're calling them acoustic at home. Right. And I think there's a video. No, I got that confused. There's a video of him playing Future Days, I think, at his house that was because Future Days was in some video game that all the yeah. kids love these days. Yeah, I wrote this Left down. Left Behind or something? It's called The Last of Us 2, like part two. Okay, yeah. I, I guess it was like a super popular um, video game. Right. I don't know anything about video games, but I know that in the gamer world it was huge. So I guess they they had a gamer award, like the 2020 Gamer Awards, and Ed did a, a quote-unquote live performance of this song because this song was in the video game. Like the right. the character sings it and plays it. Okay. Well, I had read that this was that version, but then yeah. I did my own research and it's not. Oh, it's not. If, if you listen, if you listen to the gamer twenty twenty mm-hmm. version, I don't think it's the same as this one. Maybe it is. Uh, Am I wrong? I don't know. I only listened. I. I just um listened to the ep today and then i read somewhere that the version on the ep was from the game yeah. awards but it i don't might... think it is but okay. uh, whatever um, we're talking about future but... days by the way just breathe. yeah we're talking first. about future days let's <laughs> talk about just episode. breathe okay <laughs> let me find it wait can we uh, find it is that on youtube yeah if you go to youtube and just put in eddie vetter matter of time ep oh. there's a playlist of all the songs that comes up that's how i'm doing it 
Doesn't this guitar sound identical? Identical, like, absolutely to the album version? It's close. It sounds like it's straight from the album. Well, Ed's good, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but then he starts singing, and you can tell it's, well, yeah. it's different. No, his voice <clears throat> definitely, but the, the guitar sounds identical to the album. Yeah. This, this song... No, I might start crying. This song okay. hits me every time. Yeah, I'm a lucky man to count on both hands the ones I love. Don't make me cry. Wait, I don't have any pictures. <laughs> oh, just one. When he says it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's just breathe. Oh, how are you? Are you still playing guitar? Are you still trying to play? Teaching yourself? Oh. I'm going to plead oh, the no. fifth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, won't, I won't push you on it. Life gets in the way, unfortunately, yeah, of a lot of things. Yeah. And I have to pick and choose. I hear you. I'll hope to get back into it soon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to hurt. There's so much in this world to make us bleed. Stay with me. You're all I see. Did I say that I need you? Oh, did I say that I want you? Oh, if I didn't, I'm a fool, you see. No one knows this more than me As I come clean I wonder every day as I look upon you I mean, how can it be better than the, <laughs> the original version? You know what I mean? It's just him singing with a guitar. Because it's, it's a little it's less not, produced. It feels a lot more yeah, intimate. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's got to be yeah. what it is. <clears throat> Everything you gave Did I say that I need you? Oh, did I say that I want you? Oh, if I didn't, I'm a fool, you see I love this song so much I know Is I come clean I guess, too, that it's <laughs> the vocal, I don't, Ed's vocal, the like, vocal I know, is, I know yeah. people shouldn't smoke, and I don't know if that's what has aided Eddie's voice to get to where it is, but right. he gets so low in this song. Yeah, yeah. What was that? How do you do that? Nothing you would take everything you Yeah, he, he gets real throaty, breathy. Yeah. Hold me till I die. I'll meet you on the other side. Oh, oh. It's like fucking velvet. <laughs> yeah. It is velvet it's so on my good. eardrums. Oh, my God. It's, it's so, good. so good. I love that song, but I I mean, maybe because we're like comparing it to the album version. Both are great. So, you, yeah, both are great. But like this version, we're picking up on the little differences that he's doing. So that yeah. makes it sound like it's better. Um, but I mean, there's not much to say except it's just, it's just a 
it's a beautiful song to begin with, so you can't really make it any worse. It's so simple. It's just him singing and playing that, that mm-hmm. guitar, you know? So to hear another version of it, it's still as great as the the produced version, like you said. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say, to, like, when Just Breathe came out in 2009, I know I said that, like, I became a Pearl Jam fan in 2015, but when mm-hmm. Backspacer came out and Just Breathe was a single... I was a big fan of Backspacer. Like, I listened to that album quite a bit. I don't know why, for the life of me, I didn't think to go beyond Backspacer back when <laughs> that album came out. Like, I was like, oh, this is all I need. And then I kind of moved on from it. But this song always has a special place in my heart for that reason, because it was a song that got me into um, into Backspacer. And I I don't know, just that t- I remember that time of life and I loved that song. And it reminds me of my mom because it's one of her favorite Pearl Jam songs and my aunt too. And and just overall, it's um, one of Ed's best. Uh, mm-hmm. I think me and Jesse did an episode on this song and we both kind of agreed that this is some of his best lyrical work. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. And for obvious reasons that we're not, we don't have to get into. I'm so used to diving right. into songs because that's what I do on my show. <laughs> no, but... you're good. No, I, I mean, it, it, there's not, uh, there's not much to say. It's just there isn't. It's a, it's a it... beautiful song, and this version is just more beautiful than than it should be. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so. and I really like. I my biggest note from that one is just the way Eddie's vocals go so deep in it, and it, it makes yeah. it. Oh, just so it's like yeah, it's like hot chocolate. There, yeah, but there's there's a couple of times where he like repeats the lyric at the end of the line, but he mm-hmm. does it real low. Where he says like just breathe like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like okay, yeah. whatever Are you, you say. Now I'm asking you: Is there a weird sound? I hear like music. Oh my god! You can hear that. Oh yeah, <laughs> do, 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 that's my okay. landlord. My landlord blasts okay. music from wow. all hours of the day and night. <laughs> is I'm it so good music? Is it? <laughs> you know, you know, me and my roommate were just having this conversation the other like, earlier. Like, if he was blasting like country music, like right. all day and all hours of the day and night, I would have moved out a year ago. Yeah, but he actually plays a really great wide variety of music, okay. like all every right. genre, every every decade. Like, it's like not okay. bad. It gets a little annoying, but I'm very used yeah. to it. I'm surprised that you well, can hear it, because Jesse usually yeah. can't. <laughs> well, I've got the earbud for oh. the for Zoom, and then I've got these headphones on to listen to the song, and I think this is pushing the earbud oh, into so my eardrum, really so I can, yeah. yeah, I can really hear it. All right, well, that was, uh, <laughs> that was Just Breathe. Uh, let's move on to Future Days. Yeah, speaking of um, versions of songs that I like better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that. If I ever were to lose you, I'd surely lose myself. <laughs> you look so happy. I I don't know if you know, people know, I do not love this song on Lightning Bolt. But, holy shit. Yeah. This is amazing. It is. I agree with you on, on a level. <laughs> I believe and I believe cause I can see 
<laughs> I do like that it is so like raw and real. Yeah. His voice on these songs because it does make it feel like you're in his living room. Yep. You came deep as in the ocean. Did something out there here. All the complexities and games. No one wins, but somehow they're still playing. I think I've, I think I've figured it out. I unlocked the the thing with this song and what's the song on Gigaton? Rivercross? Like on this song it's some kind of like pipe organ or something, mm-hmm. right? And so is Rivercross. I and think I there's think, a, I think there's some sort of organ in this song. Yeah. There's there's definitely like keyboards. Yeah. But this version It's amazing where it's, it's, it's an acoustic guitar And him singing It's just It totally I mean I want to hear Rivercross now Acoustically Because that might be the thing That turns me on it <laughs> Because this is just like <sighs> I love was, this so much I don't much. know This probably doesn't help But the performance he did of Rivercross from his living room or wherever. That's but that's just the organ. So you still don't like that version either? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I thought maybe I'll maybe I'll do something for me, but it's it's the same thing. It's just live. No resistance, no alarms. Please this is just too good to be gone. I believe and I believe Cause I can see Our future days Days of you and me oh, I mean, those lyrics, again, like the lyrics are just so like beautiful in context of, you know, a wife or a husband, you yeah. know, well, you a know, significant I'm, I'm- other. I'm thinking about it, and um, I don't know why I didn't make this connection really before, but I mean, maybe with the exception of Porch, which we're going to get into later, but the three, the four covers that he does are Just Breathe, Future Days, Growing Up, and Porch. Um, and those three songs, Just Breathe, Future Days, and Growing Up, all kind of relate to this um, this EB concept. Like, they're songs that are very much about loved ones and connection between people and you know growing up is about growing up and Mm -hmm. it all just has this this same feeling of sentiment between human beings um and i guess porch does too kind of isn't that kind of about i mean we'll get into it but it's isn't porch kind of about a uh not a lost love but what is porch about well somebody asked him what it was written about and it was essentially it was he wrote it after he went to a concert with a right. girl and the girl like ditched him right and he thought she was like lost and he didn't find out till later that she like 
specifically ditched him at the show to go God, you imagine meet somebody being else. that girl that ditched yeah, him now at a concert? <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's like the inspiration for porch okay you know Th- that's what i i knew that story but i didn't know if um that was just like a a story with deeper meaning, but it it, it is kind of about a lost <clears throat> someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it for him it was super emotional, because he it wasn't just that he lost a love, like he lost a girlfriend. He was scared that something mm. happened to her, right? And then to find out that no, she just ditched him. That's like it was old like school, all... old school ghosting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> all yeah, right. I, mean, I don't Future have too much days. to say about future days because you know we all know it we all yeah. heard it before but like you said it's just something about this version is so much better than the, the album version yeah. i think yeah because <laughs> i i you know the album version to me stuck out when i first listened to lightning bolt i really liked the song because i thought it was such a, a great love song um right it's like a it's like a great like maybe like a wedding song or mm-hmm. you know something that you and a part like a, a partner would dance to right um because it, it just has that's just what the message is right but i think musically it, it's never really spoken to me like i i felt like it could have been better and i think this acoustic version is totally the better version yeah i'm right there with you <laughs> yeah it's so good yeah definitely i always thought that to myself you know if i get married someday i think future days would be a great option but i i don't love the song and then when i heard this i was like it's, that's Boom. it. Now, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the wedding song. Yeah. Maybe he'll come it. and sing it Sing it to you. Oh, shut up. Sing Don't it for even. you. For you. There, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <sighs> Don't. All right, like, moving, it's not, oh, it's not all right. like I haven't thought that before. That, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got married and then my husband was like, surprise, Eddie's here to sing our Oh, wedding. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you never know. All right, moving on. To our Springsteen cover. Future Days, never mind. Growing Up is is a Bruce Springsteen cover. Um, So let's just do it. Okay, let's do it. Name that tune. Name that tune. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the only cover song. In this group, I had never heard this song before. I didn't know, I didn't know the Springsteen version of it. Me either. But I texted you today. I was like, "Is this song a cover?" And yeah, Springsteen, yeah. And I was like, "I fucking yeah. knew it because it sounds yeah. like Springsteen." Yeah. Um, did you go and listen to the Springsteen version? I did. I'll talk did about that. Did you really? That. Would you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that because I did yeah. the same thing. Um, but yeah, cool song. I like it a lot. I love Ed's version. I, I love that. Him singing, the when he sings those words, the way he sang growing up, oh yep. man, yeah. knocks it out of the park. Yep. I had a jukebox graduate for first May. She couldn't sell, but she sure could sing. And I pushed me 52 and bombed him with the blues. Yeah, another fun one, bouncy, yeah. you know. It's it's and it's very lyrically Springsteen, you know. Like if you didn't if you didn't know, it, it would 
totally sound like Springsteen. There's a yes. lot of words in there and stories mm-hmm. and, you know. Ed's having a ton of fun with this recording. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you know he's in a room by himself, like, but he's having right. a blast. <laughs> I love yeah. It. Well, at one point it sounds like maybe he screwed up the lyrics. Do you know what I'm talking about? We missed no. it already, but... No. I don't know if the song is structured that way, the lyrics, but when he, he sings something... It almost sounds like he's talking to himself, like he screwed up. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. We missed it. It sounds like he messed up, and then he like talks to himself and says. I mean, he does do that sometimes. So right, that's what I mean. (laughs) So it sounds like he messed up the song and kind of corrected himself. There's that rasp, that low rasp. Oh. <laughs> his, I literally want to put his voice in my tea and then drink it. Yeah, cool song, fun song. So, what did you think of the Springsteen version? It's from his 1973 album. Greetings from Asbury Park, which I think that's just, I'm not, I don't know much about Bruce. I'll, I'll be either. honest. I, I'm not a Bruce I think, person either. I think that's his first album. It's the one with like the postcard on the cover. I wouldn't go um, that far. Yeah, it is. I'm looking it up right now. It's the debut album. So um, what'd you think when you listen to this Bruce Springsteen well, version? Well, I listened to, I did not listen to the album version. I listened to um, his unplugged version. Mm, and okay. um, my only note was 1992 Springsteen is fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, does he gorgeous. have the beard? Does he have a beard? Yeah. And he's got his shirt collar is like, I yeah. know, it's like unbuttoned at the top. I'm like, oh, hello, Bruce. I did when not was this? Know. Do you know when this was? What year? Was this 90s? The unplugged was 92. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. So um, that's what I watched. It was great. I mean, again, I'm not like well, a, Bru- a Bruce person, but I could I could feel that Bruce energy. Um, well, so you didn't hear the studio version no. is like it's Bruce Springsteen like rock song. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. and I be I'll be honest, Eddie. I love you. No offense. I loved this Springsteen studio version I you way said you more didn't than listen the- to it. No, I did listen to it. Oh, I, I didn't. You, said you didn't. <clears throat> I'm saying you didn't listen to the album version. You listened to Bruce. No, Unplugged. I know. I, I thought earlier you said that you did not listen to it. Oh no, I, I did listen mis- to it. Misheard you. I probably said something like I've I've I never heard it before until now, uh, something like that. But anyway, yes, I listened to the Bruce version. Oh shoot! I I wish I listened to the album version now. Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. Like I'm ready to You ready uh, to dive in? 
or yes Bruce. yes after 30 years i'm like <laughs> finally because i've listened to him over the years and i never got it right holy shit i listened to this song and i'm like uh, uh we're not recording tonight i'm going <laughs> to florida to jesse's <laughs> record store and buying this record and listening it. to it on vinyl this song is awesome oh i got like the to bass it. the bass the bass guitar in it is awesome like the production of it like holy shit i loved it you so, know i've i've heard other like i've heard of that happening before with bruce because you know everybody knows who bruce springsteen is they've heard his music yeah yeah but it's always kind of like i don't get like these like because bruce springsteen fans are kind of like Pearl fans. Jam fans right yeah yeah i never like, got it before and i knew somebody it. yeah no i've heard of people before saying like i just had this moment with bruce and it all clicks yeah. So yeah. maybe I gotta check this one out. What what yeah. album did you say it was from? It's called Greetings from Asbury Park. Oh, that's in Jersey. Yeah, and and his voice, uh, since it's his first album, he's got a younger voice than what mm. I'm I'm used to. Like in the '80s, being an '80s kid, like you could not get away from Born in the USA. Yeah, you could. Growing up in the '80s, that summer, that's all you heard was those four or five songs from that album. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sound, this is like a younger, you know, this was 73 where born in the USA was 85. So this is a 12 years younger voice. And I was like, just from this one song, I'm like, Oh, I get it. Like <laughs> I want to hear the whole album and I want to hear it on vinyl. There's mm-hmm. something about like, for me, like getting into vinyls this year, like, I've been really wanting like 60s and 70s stuff more than newer stuff, you know, because there's something about like, well, this album came out in the 70s. Like this is how it was supposed to be heard on a record player, you know. So I've been getting like tons of Beatles and like Led Zeppelin. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm getting this album because everyone talks about how great it is. (laughs) So. And I just yeah, heard no. this one song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I get it. I think I get Bruce now. <laughs> and what's amazing to me is that Bruce is still doing stuff. Yeah. How is that yeah. possible? How old is I he? Don't like know. 70 something? Uh, he, he's got to be. He's got to have gotta like be. 20 years on Ed. Let's see. Uh, 1949, he was Damn. born. Damn. So 70, 50, 50, 71, 70, 72 now? Or he's going to be 72? Yeah, oh, he's, he's 71. Be... He's 71 now. Oh, my God. I'm... I'm looking at Wikipedia. I'm not doing math in my head, so don't okay. think I'm, like, ready I was going to say, I'm, like, I'm thinking in my head that it's 2019, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I'm a mess. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, so, cover. yeah. I got to check out Bruce. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story is that both of us need to get into Bruce Springsteen a little bit more. Okay. Maybe we should start a Springsteen podcast. Yeah, like, we... like newbies. Yes. Yeah. New, newbie we Bruce, need a third. We need a, we need a, <laughs> we need a, we need a Springsteen true to be our third, to yes. like be our guru, be our Bruce guru and, and bring a br- us a into the world. A brew. A brew. <laughs> a brew. <laughs> okay. Uh, my phone is, is, has exceeded the underneath 20% mark. So we need to get Get okay. going on porch okay. before oh God. my phone dies. That would be awful. You don't have a charger? <clears throat> I do, but I have the headphones because I have an iPhone that doesn't have a headphone oh. plug. 
That's why you, you know gotta get the AirPods, bruh. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. I'm not fancy. Well. All right, so let's move on to the final song, which is Porch. Are you ready, Kate Cotton? Yes, mine's doing that weird squiggly circle thing, too, but if it works okay. for you, I'm sure it'll work for me. Yep. All right. Oh, yes. The muted strings. Love it. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a concert because this is how he plays it. Yeah. It's just him playing this part. What the fuck is this world running to you, been? Leave a message, at least I could have learned your voice one last time. Daily might feel this could be my time by you. Would you hit me? Would you hit me? different <laughs> it's so different i'm so used to like just yeah. jamming out but it sounds cool it does i told it a totally um, different vibe i told john about going to amanda's for christmas and i said you know we put we put all her christmas presents up on the porch and mm. he started singing what the fuck is Oh, it's so cool. It's such yeah. a cool... Ver- I I love Porch Live. I love it. I absolutely love the band playing it. But listening to this, oh, I kind of want to see this, yeah. this version of it. I feel like maybe I have, because I've seen Eddie live at Ohana, and I feel like he played this. Oh, probably. Yeah. I, I'm sure he has. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they could do, like... Where he does like a full like this part, up to this part, and then the band like dun, 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 like comes in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Something. Because they do that with Better Man. Is it Better Man? Yeah, Better Man. Like it's just Eddie for like the first two verses, and then yeah. the band comes in. Yeah. Where the studio version, it, the drums and stuff come in right away. But this would, I would love to see this. Edge is jamming on this. Yeah. Ed went from swinging in the rafters to strumming an acoustic guitar <laughs> in his living yeah. room. Yeah. Still going nuts, though. I don't know how it's the power of Eddie in Pearl Jam. Like I love this album song, the song on 10. I absolutely love seeing this live. And if you told me like two weeks ago, like, Oh, wait till you hear the acoustic version of porch. I would be like, come on. Yeah. The album version's awesome. And the live version is awesome. Him doing it on acoustic is just going to sound like lame and muted no, and it's not. not. At all. It's not at all. No, it's, it's like badass. this is fucking epic. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> 
like he doesn't want it to end. Yeah, kind of. Amazing. Very good. That's yeah. That I I think I wrote. What did I write? Can't believe acoustic as is as powerful as the whole band, and it is. That's a very good statement. Like it really is. It's just it. The energy behind it is exactly the same. Yeah, Some, that totally. song brings something out in Ed. I don't know what it is. Yeah, right. But it's like something <laughs> right. definitely animalistic. So totally. Well, when you know a girl you're in love with ditches you <laughs> at a show and puts you through this roller coaster of emo- emotions, yep. Ed Ed knows how to like filter that down into something Ed, amazing. Yeah. He's a genius in channeling his feelings into something. Totally. Yep. Oh, All right, guy. well, we did it. We did do it. I will say, the okay, out of the six songs, which one would you say is, like, your favorite? I know some are covers and some are new, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Stand probably Fu- Future Days because really? it's so I, – I didn't think I would ever really like that song. So it really surprised me. Um, if not that one, then Matter of Time. That that mm-hmm. That piano line is just so beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, uh, for me, like out of the covers, I think "Porch" is my favorite cover. Um, but in terms of the whole, the thing as a whole, matter of time, it's just it's. I feel like it's like so exciting. We have like a great single from Ed right now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. If you if you go in from that criteria of like overall, I'd go with "Matter of Time." Yeah. Just because it's so. new and it's so good. Yeah, I agree. Really good sauce. Thanks, Ed. Totally. All right. Is that any any other? Uh, I th- have I th- we exhausted I, oh, everyone I, yet? Okay. I need to mention one more thing before we okay. get out of here. I should okay. have mentioned this in the housekeeping part. Uh, Danny B. And Patty B. They sent me a package, and oh. it's a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> With it, did you see the artwork that um, Jeremy Poulet Poulet Poulet? He drew a picture of me in the back of the Lowe's truck taking a dump into um, the refrigerator. I believe Have I saw s- that on Instagram. Have- yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, Danny B sent me a T-shirt with that image on it. Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> no, and it's <laughs> it's pretty amazing. He also sent me his wife is, um like into like crafts and artwork and stuff. And she's, I should go get it. I should have brought it in here to show you. I mean, people won't see this, but I'll put it up on Instagram. Um, she's into creating gnomes mm-hmm. and she made, um, oh shit. <laughs> she made a, my phone just gave me 10%. So I got to oh, talk fast, Wrap but she made up. this, she made a Pearl Jam gnome for me. And it's like he's got a big beard and he's wearing a hat like uh like a like a gnome, yeah. like an elf. And it's got the single podcast theory logo on his hat. Aww. It's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. So that shout so out sweet. to Danny and Patty people. B. I can, they I can are speak from um, uh, having met them in real life. Yeah. IRL. Totally. They are yeah. really awesome, very kind and generous. Yeah. Great. So I just want to thank them both again because that was really, really cool Christmas present. So, all right. Well, let's wrap wrap this up. up? Yes. I'm gonna do it. I'm (laughs) gonna wrap this shit. You're gonna, you're gonna be the the Brad Lyons of the 
episode today. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Single Podcast Theory. I'm so happy to be here. My name is Kay Cotton. And I'm Brad B. Saying the flag of piracy flew from my mast. My sails were set wing to wing. What is that? <laughs> That's from growing up. I stood stone oh. like at <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. Bye. See you later. And I combed my hair that was just right. And command of the night brigade. I was open to pain and crossed by the rain. And I walked on a crooked crutch. I strode all along to a fall I zone. Came out with my soul untouched. My sails were set wing to wing I had a jukebox graduate for first mate She couldn't sail but she sure could sing And I pushed me 52 and bombed them with the blues With my gear set stubborn on standing I broke all the rules straight my old high school Vacations in the stratosphere And you know it's really hard to hold your breath Swear I lost everything I ever loved to fear I was a cosmic kid in full costume dress But my feet, they finally took root in the air But I got me a nice little place in the stars And I swear I found the key to the universe So I have to start the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, yeah. See, this is like Brad's thing. I All right. Look, are you ready? It makes it easier. Yeah, I'm ready. You won't look. Yeah, don't look. Can we just <laughs> pause the? Here, I'm going to do this. All right. <laughs> welcome to. What am I supposed to say? Hello. Welcome, Pearl Jam. What does he say? You listen, don't you? What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? <laughs> okay. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? I am... No.
Let's do that again. <laughs> you are. What? No, he says you're listening to single podcast. I know, theory. I know. I was gonna say I am who I am, and then I thought, wait, I'm supposed to say what you're listening I to. I am the single podcast. I theory. Yes, I am the single podcast. <laughs>